Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today to Off the Bench. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Tuesday, June 29th, you guys. This is the last day of my uh, block out of Facebook. So watch it because you can tell that I'm going to get on there today just by the tone in my voice. All right. I will be getting on to Facebook, trying not to get banned off of it again today, but I'm so glad you guys are here. I am really excited today because I have a dear friend on the show with me today. Leslie Rester is here and we're going to talk about the sciences and kind of how to make these studies and academics great in America. Again, stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. As many of you guys have heard by now, I am running to represent Washington State's 3rd Congressional in the race for Congress for the House of Representatives. We have a very important deadline coming up for fundraising. If you guys care about what's going on in this nation, if it is bothering you that the radical left is pushing to indoctrinate our children through the school system, if you care about what's happening at our border, if you would like to see school choice at the forefront of what we're talking about on the floor of the House of Representatives, I'm going to encourage you to join me in my run for the U.S. House of Representatives. You can support the run by going to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. You can get on our prayer team. You can volunteer to help. You can absolutely sign up for our email address where we're keeping you guys apprised of what's happening with the campaign and what's happening politically with the issues surrounding Washington State. We appreciate your support, and you can support us at Heidi. St. John for Congress.com. This ad was paid for by friends of Heidi St. John for Congress. So thanks for tuning in today. I'm glad you guys are here for this, my very last day of my 30-day lockout from Facebook. It seems like it might be worthy of some sort of celebration. Uh, I am actually today at the ARC Encounter uh, with my family. So I'm excited to be doing that and just uh, spending some time with them on Thursday. I'm going to fly home to speak for an event in Vancouver, Washington, and I will have been gone then for about six weeks. So uh, continue to pray for my family. Um, the kids decided to extend their time just a little bit longer. Longer. So Jay is going to be driving home with the grandkids and with a bunch of our, our adult kids. So I'm a little bit sad I'm missing it, but very glad to be back in the district. And so uh, we're looking forward to that. Also want to let you guys know that coming up on my calendar, I will be speaking at Calvary Chapel in Chattanooga, Tennessee on the 9th through the 11th. If you're interested in coming out to hear that, we're going to be doing something I like to call Courage is contagious. And uh, that's happening the 9th again through the 11th in Calvary Chapel, Chattanooga. Find out more information at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. All right. I'm excited today to have Leslie on the show with me today. Leslie and I met, she is a mom, strong international mama. And we'll talk about that just a little bit. A huge blessing to me over there. But she began teaching classes to homeschool students in 2014 and has spent the last seven years developing the STEM training process. So Leslie's primary role is as a home educator to her three boys, just another reason why I so admire her. And she tells me that they are the source of her inspiration. This is their 10th year officially homeschooling, uh, but she says it's 13 if you count the early years, which of course, you know, I do. In addition, she is the founding president of Edison Kids Incorporated, and she founded the 501c3 nonprofit corporation in 2018 to provide STEM resources to home educated students in her area. She's also an active part of the first robotics community in the Northeast Florida region. So within Edison Kids, she is the coach for the Mega Mavericks and Explore Robotics teams, and she also volunteers as the head core values judge 
for the region and a member of the regional planning team. Wow, Leslie. And I like to say you're also a really awesome leader at MomStrong International. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me today, Heidi. It's lovely to be here with you. Well, I'm excited. Normally when I see you, it's in the context of MomStrong International and the leadership that you provide there. So give our listeners just a little bit of your background and how, even how you found uh, MSI. Um, oh, wow. Well, um, I don't know how far back you want me to go or where. Well, you can go back to because people can hear your people can hear your accent now. And as I was saying before, I think that's kind of a fun part of your story because you're originally from Northern Ireland, correct? Yes, I was born and spent the first 25 years of my life in Northern Ireland. I did spend a little bit of time in London for college, but yeah, I am Northern Irish. I met my husband. That's a, another long story, but uh, through a ministry out of Texas that my cousin was involved in and. He came to Northern Ireland and God did the rest. And I will, I've just hit 18 years here in the United States. So this is home now. I'm, America is home and I love this country very much and what it's done for me as an immigrant and for my family and just being able to raise my kids in this great country is huge for the opportunities they have. I agree. And you guys moved here to Florida, right? In 2013. And you guys live on a little farm outside of Jacksonville, which I'm going to, I'm going to try to make it to at some point. Uh, and do you love it there? I do. I, I honestly, I have to say this last year has been confirmation because there's nowhere on the planet I'd rather be than Florida. Uh, we have the best governor on the yes, planet. Yes, you do. I'm um, a little jealous. We don't want to talk about that, Leslie, because things are <laughs> going to turn adversarial. <laughs> Well, I I love Bosnia because it has been like through the craziness in the world and, you know, with my family back home in Ireland and just seeing like just from what you've been going through over in your part of the world, um, it's been craziness. So my little farm here is my little safe haven that God, God's hug, I call it God's hug. And he's definitely used it to bless us. Mm, That's awesome. And uh, how did you find MSI? How did I, well, I, you spoke at FPA year. This is when I first moved to Florida. Somebody gave me the DVDs of the talks from FPA. And I'm like, you talked about seeing the school bus and wanting to offer them, like start bribing them a coffee just so they would take the kids around the block so you could get a shower. And I'm like, this is my person. I so love this idea because I they the boys were like I only had two boys at that stage and they were three and five and I'm like oh just have a shower in peace she gets me because so many people put that fake like everything's wonderful it's like no it's really hard when they're that little yeah it is and I think you know we can we can find encouragement really in uh, in just telling the truth and it's time for we need to tell the truth right it matters. Yeah, very much so. And um, and then I got to meet you. I don't even remember where I had. You just had one of the grandbabies. I can't remember which one. I had Joshua. He was only a couple of months old at the time. How old is he now? He's five. Okay, he so that would have been Wesley. So it would have been Wesley. Yeah. So um, I met you at the FPA convention. And then I just happened to one day hop on Facebook when you announced the book, book launch team. And you're taking applications. I'm like, oh. That sounds like fun because I'd already read your other two books and loved them and God had used them. And then I have to say becoming Momstrong was such a timely thing because it came in the middle of probably one of the craziest time periods in my life. And God really used it to grind me and to prepare me because we faced some pretty difficult things right after the book launch ended. Some pretty major stuff hit my family. It was hard, but I had I felt like I'd been in training <laughs> to not quit and 
it was it was a blessing and then just the, I call it the mom strong sisterhood uh, because just the friendships and like Katie and Kay and Alison and Stephanie you know just are even our just our little group and all all the women I've got to know through the organization all over the world it's just been such a rock and a foundation that God's used so much in my life I love that. I love that God's using the internet, you know, because there's so much garbage on the internet. So much, there's so many bad things on the internet. And then all of a sudden you remember, oh, God's on the internet too. Like he's using it. And certainly you guys have been, uh, you have been a huge blessing over at Momstar International. And this is kind of a totally different area of your life that we're talking about today because you've gotten really passionate about helping parents get off the bench and raise up a, an army of godly STEM professionals. And just to say, this is important. Like we need to start focusing again on uh, academics because a hundred years ago, we had a nation full of innovators and inventors and you're passionate about helping create that culture Again, so I want to just dive into this because I, I just think it's so fascinating. A lot of parents who are brand new to homeschooling, why did you? Why are you interested in STEM in particular? I think STEM is a buzzword, and when I first heard it, it kind of like, oh, the government's using this. That must be bad. And mm -hmm. well, for for people who don't know, what does it stand for? It stands for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And there is another acronym, STEAM, which adds in art as well, which I kind of. I shift between STEAM and STEM a lot, um, but STEM sort of like the one that has more of the science, the technology, engineering and mathematics. But my boys had some, like I started out, we homeschooled the whole way and I went and I got my box curriculum and I was so excited and I still think it's wonderful. I still think it's so, and then we were six weeks into the kindergarten part and I'm in tears. Nathan's in tears and my husband comes home. He's like, what's wrong? I said, I can't do this anymore. It's killing us. And we'd been doing so much fun stuff up until this point till I got the box curriculum and the schedule. And I didn't realize my boys have trouble with reading. I'm, I haven't had them officially tested, but there's levels of dyslexia there. So traditional learning does not work. And it's like a whole other kettle of fish. So in my research, I find STEM kept popping up and I'm like, what is this? What? So I started looking into, and we are a maker family. It's a whole, there's a movement out there called the maker movement where it started about just over a decade ago where people who are programmers and coders and inventors and engineers, they all got together and crafters. And I'm a crafter. I love it. Give me crafts. Yes, you are. All yep. day long. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, lap books are like, you know, that's where we, we also are on a common thread. I love lap booking and stuff like that with the boys. So, um, just seeing how, and it took a couple of years for me really to get my focus because you're so programmed in of what education looks like. And I think one of the biggest problems in the home education movement or the homeschool movement, I hate calling it homeschool because we're not school. I think the biggest problem is we've been so programmed in of what education looks like that we haven't been able to see it's about our kids, not about what somebody's telling us to do. And I finally had my aha moment when I read Proverbs 22, 6, but I read it in the amplified version of the Bible. And in parentheses, it says, you know, it's the train up a child in the way he should go. But then it says, teach him to seek God's wisdom and will for his gifts and talents. And this huge light bulb went off like that's it. That's the whole purpose of education, teaching them to seek God's wisdom and will for their gifts and talents. And we live in a STEM world. Uh, even just making our cup of coffee in the morning, that was science. You know, 
we're we're experiencing the joys of technology right now just talking to each other um the buildings we live in the roads we drive on there's so much engineering around us and we use math in such a non-complicated way like just working out what time do i have to be here how long is this going to take so we live in the stem world but we're ignoring that skill set and it's like it was like that's that's got to be our focus so my husband had been to a forum between local industry and educators in our area and the biggest complaint coming up from the industry was these kids coming out of school don't know how to do basic math and they don't know how to work through processes unless you tell them like you walk in the office sit at your desk turn your computer you know there's no they've been programmed but then this last year if anything has shown us so much like how programmed we are you know we've been trained to do what we're told you know don't question and whatever you know we've seen that play out and how that looks on a catastrophic scale and how it could you know because people aren't independently thinking and using problem solving and critical thinking anymore Mm -mm. no and it's and it's a large part of the reason where you know why we've gotten to be where we're at and a huge problem in the in the public school system certainly you know we're not teaching these children to excel anymore in uh, academics, we're indoctrinating them, you know, we're, we're, we're uh, pushing ideologies onto them and we're losing ground very, very quickly academically. And one of the things that you mentioned in the notes, which I thought was so good, was that we need to stop being intimidated by the sciences. And I think you see a lot of that. I think you do see it in the home education movement where people are uh, sometimes intimidated, but there are so many wonderful resources and place uh, ways that parents can teach this. So when you teach this to your children, what, what has been the most successful in those light bulb moments for you? I think there, I always say, and I've seen this, not just my own boys, but when in the, the workshops I teach, there's this beautiful moment where the kids just grasp what you're showing them. And it can be anything from building a catapult to taking apart the color of candy, you know, and doing chemistry experiments with candy. And they just, they they grab hold of it and then they run with it the direction they want to go. And I think that goes back to Proverbs 22, you know, like God has given them gifts and talents. And if we just expose them and let them see what are they good at? And that's been, you know, when the boys were younger, using the lap books was a lot of fun because they got to get that right part of their brain, the creative side activated. But just letting them try, like my uh, oldest last year built chicken coops as a business because we have chickens everywhere. I apologize if you hear a rooster crowing at some point. I was talking to somebody from New York recently and they're like, is that a rooster in the background? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're in the middle of downtown Manhattan and can hear a rooster. It's it's my crazy life. But we have like my my house is not like it's it's insanity I'll never be in like a better homes and garden it will not happen for my house there's lego everywhere and that's why I got involved with first robotics um it's not a Christian organization but that's one thing that's been very big in my heart is we need these kids to get be emboldened and we we adults we sit out of so many things like politics and science and all of these things because we're like well that's the world that's the liberals we'll leave it alone and I'm going, no, we need to get in there and get onto that part of the battlefield because if we have scientists out there that don't have morals, they're going to do some really bad stuff. Well, this is the transgender movement, 100%. This is people who have a knowledge of medicine and uh, biology with no morals, and they're performing what can only be called you know, Frankenstein-like surgeries 
on young people and it matters. It's sheer heartbreaking. I mean, I, my team, my robotics team um, have done really well this year. When they were at the state competition, they got asked, what one thing do you want us to know about your team? And all nine of them without even hesitating. And this is like eight strangers in front of them on the screen that they've never met. And they all went, we love the Lord, we're Christians. And I welled up and I'm like, I, I told them afterwards, I said, I don't care what award you guys win, want, win out of this competition, you guys declared the Lord before strangers. And he said, he'll declare you before his father if you declare him publicly. And I just thought these are kids that are eight to 13 years old. And they had the boldness to say above all this robotics and STEM were Christians. And they're not, and it's a very sometimes hostile environment for Christian kids to go into because they're dealing with evolution and transgender. I mean, I'm so over pride month at this point. With oh, I know. I know. <laughs> we, we're, uh, we're just, we're almost done. I mean, today is the last day and I always tell parents, if you can survive pride month, you know, we need, I think we need to start getting, you know, every year I just think, oh, June is coming. And it's just because they just shove the ideology in your face and it's every, you know, it's Skittles. It's, you know, everywhere you go, it doesn't matter. You can't get away from it. And, uh, I wonder what would happen if Christians started going, oh my goodness, it's covenant month. Yes. We're going to spend the whole month of June talking about the fact that God loves us and he's never going to destroy the earth again by water. This is God's covenant saying, you know what? I, I see you. I love you. And actually good things are coming for God's people. And so, uh, wow. I mean, maybe we should turn it around a little bit. I want to ask you a question, Leslie, because I, I know there are a lot of people listening who are homeschooling their children. Not everybody's kids are going to excel in the sciences, right? We, we, God has created some of our children to be good at uh, math, and some of them are good at art, and some of them are going to be musicians, and some of them are going to be doctors. And the, the question is, what is God uniquely wired, you know, my child to do? What is it that God wants my child to do? How has he gifted my, you know, my child? And for parents, we have the opportunity to really mine that out of them. And STEM is an awesome way to, to find out maybe the parent, that's not the parent's gift, but the child has it. And so how can a parent, uh, where are some good places for parents to go who say, you know, I'd actually like to, to step up our academic game and we're going to start focusing a little bit more on, on science and math and engineering. Uh, where, where could they start? Where's a good place to send them? So they don't feel overwhelmed. Cause I think that's part of the problem. Well, one part of my off the bench journey has been I started STEM training and created challenges. So I, I mean, not to promote just what I'm doing, but no, um, I want to promote what you're doing. So okay, tell us, tell us what you're doing. <laughs> so it's all online, and I've made it so easy for mamas because I know I'm the oddball in the pack, where I I get all this, and I love doing all this. So I've done it's all online, where there's videos the kids can watch. I have the kits with all the stuff in them, um, where they can just open and go. One of my moms contacted me recently. She has two twin ten year old boys. And she's older kids, so she's trying to get the older ones to the finishing line. So the younger ones, she literally logged them in, and then she didn't see them for a while, and they were able to work through it themselves. So, And here in Florida, we have different stuff. Like, we have to produce a portfolio, or that's one of the options. So there's even, like, a work portfolio that they can show their work. It's teaching them how to work through a process. So I've done a lot of the legwork. It's like lap booking and unit studies on STEM overdrive steroid type thing. So it just sort of created this program to help kids have the opportunity for the parents that just don't have, they don't have the 
not necessarily bandwidth but that desire because that same mom she's one of the most amazing musicians you ever did meet but her sons are like hardcore coders so it's like she's like this is out of my I can teach them how to play an instrument but I can't teach them how to code and I'm like well I can teach them how to code I like doing that so um so it's all step by step that is so cool. So I'm looking at your uh, at your website right now, and you have these things called monthly STEM challenges. Yes. And so what is I'm looking at one that says what to do with an idea. Oh, that's T-shirts. One of, that's so, one of my favorites. What is that? So basically, it works them through the business plan process because it's not just STEM. STEM's kind of there, but it's like all the life skills that they need. Like what 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 do they need to go into the workforce? Because they need to be able to know how to work their processes and how to develop an idea so um using t-shirts because t-shirts are fun and my middle son has actually he's got one he's actually going to put it out to sell and it says do it and see what happens because that's his slogan or his like saying not always for good (laughs) he's 11 so I'll just say that (laughs) but um it's it sums him up so he worked through how to design it how to print it how to put a budget together because like I said my 13 year old last year um had a chicken coop building business so he learned when the customer pays you not all that money goes to profit you have to pay for your supplies so I think for me business opportunities when they're kids is huge because me and my husband are small business owners we've had several half starts and non-starts and failures and it's so much harder to fail in business when you have a family and a mortgage so if we can help them get these skills when they're still in the safety of our nest where they don't have to worry about that then they're because failure isn't a bad thing it's a good thing because you can learn from it I'm always telling my boys you know it's not a mistake or a failure if you learn from it then it's a lesson so if they have that opportunity when they're in our homes then they can grow from it I love it. And you've got something called, I'm going to, I'm going to link back to all these things in the show notes today. Cause I think, and this is a great time for parents to start looking at what they're going to be doing with their kids. You have a STEM guide to the USA. What is that? Cause I, I'm all about geography. I love it. Well, I, I love it too, but sometimes it's always just like boring facts. So, um, the whole point of that, it has in the work, in the portfolio, it has space for them to write it down. So it's looking at from agriculture, they learn about different innovations. My, my middle son, he's the one that seems to be, um, more engineering challenges are for my older one and the middle one, but he's doing a cookbook. He's going to put together called the United States of desserts. Because there's a whole bunch of math. I'm loving it because then that's a whole bunch of math coming in with having to figure out how to put recipes together and stuff. So it's just a fun way to look at the United States from a different perspective. Like there's even silly time names in there, you know, like find the Coffeeville and different there's a couple of coffee bills all over the country so and what was fun for my boys is one of the silly names for florida hero was actually a place we lived (laughs) like that was fun for them i love it so it's just a fun guide to help them you know from a different perspective rather than just remembering boring facts like actually make it come to life for them well and that's one of the best things about homeschooling is that we can make these things come to life for our kids they they don't need to be and they shouldn't be boring. You know, uh, learning should never be boring. And you guys are doing an awesome job. Where again, can people find you online? STEMtrainingcamp.com. STEMtrainingcamp.com. And we're on Facebook and Instagram too. We're not on Twitter anymore, but we are on Facebook and Instagram. 
I love it. And you're doing just an awesome job of saying, hey, this is actually really important. You know, you guys can get off the bench and onto the battlefield in the area of the sciences. And Lord willing, you know, years from now, we are going to have a nation full of innovators and inventors again. And that those gifts and talents come from the Lord. And we've got an opportunity to teach our children uh, how to how to find out uh, what they're good at and what God has uniquely designed them to do. Exactly. Leslie, you are a treasure. I'm so thankful that you came on the show. I'm so thankful for how the Lord has just uh, given me the opportunity to get to know you over the years and the blessing you've become. Certainly at MomStrong International, are you getting ready to do the new study with Jennifer with us? Yes, I got it all downloaded and ready to go and everything's printed. So I'm very excited about that. It's great. And thank you. You've inspired my oldest. He's he's so excited to follow your campaign and um, he got so happy when he saw you with President Trump. So Thank you for inspiring him. I've got him all signed up for some Patriotic Academy and stuff like that. I love it. Well, we're going to be doing in the not too distant future um, opportunities for families to come out and help us canvas the area. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to keep you guys posted because maybe you guys can come out and see my neck of the woods. It'd be good. My husband's actually, he works out there sometimes. So he's actually heading that way in August. So fantastic. we might have to tag along with him one time. I love it. I love it. Well, we'll definitely see what we can do to make that happen. Leslie Rester, you are just a delight. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I've really enjoyed having you. Thank you for having me, Kaidi. For more information on the STEM training camp, you can go to stemtrainingcamp.com. Check out the challenges, you guys. You're really going to love it. If you're wondering if you can teach your kids uh, the sciences and have them just enjoy it, the answer is absolutely yes. And Leslie has done a great job of making this accessible. So again, that website is stemtrainingcamp.com. I will link back to it in the show notes today. Also, Leslie mentioned her love of lap booking, and I have actually written a book, which we will link back to in the show notes today called Lap Booking Made Simple. It's full of pictures. Uh, I lap booked with my kids for years. It's a wonderful way to make learning come alive. And again, I will link back to that in the show notes today. Thanks for listening today, everybody. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you so much for your support of this ministry, both financially and spiritually. We depend on those donations. And we thank you very much for helping us make this podcast available to people. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.